Hello, friends. Welcome to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. Good to be with you guys, taking a week off last week for uh, some personal R&R back in action tonight to redo or jump back into this whole idea of Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Welcome aboard. Good to see you guys. Good to uh, hear from you guys. Those of you over on the audio side of things, feel free to log into the chat room at any point. And those of you who are watching over on the Facebook Live side of things, please feel free to chime in at any time. Would love to hear from you uh, this evening as to this session or this time, hopefully speaking to you in some capacity. Uh, good to be with you. As always, it is an honor and a privilege, and I hope and pray that you are having a great week. I know that there are times where we are going through life and it's up and down and circumstances uh, are difficult to navigate. And I'm just reminded that uh, this whole idea of life and situations, we are not dictated by uh, the circumstances that we embrace, that we go through. And I know sometimes it feels like, man, we are on the losing side of situations that are going on all around us. And I get it. I've been down that road, and I'm certain that some of you uh, can relate to that. Denise, welcome aboard. Good to see you. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in from uh, Harbor Creek, Pennsylvania, uh, down near Erie, where that is the closest location for Chick-fil-A for us up here in the western New York area. So we're looking at identity tonight, and we're talking about how we can incorporate a godly identity to our lives, because all too often we... I think, miss the mark as to what God wants us to be about. And I think a great example of this can be found and located uh, through the attitude that's behind a guy by the name of John the Baptist. And I got to tell you, my friends, uh, John the Baptist is is a guy that's uh, really just kind of a, a raw and real dude that's found in Scripture. And I don't know if you know anybody like that. If you know anybody that's just raw and real and authentic, and simple. That seems to be the case for this guy, John the Baptist. And there's a lot of value in finding our identity in the simple instead of in the utterly complex uh, situations and dramas with life. I tell my kids all the time, hey, you don't need to be about all the drama that's out there. You don't need to be plugged into uh, the stuff that uh, is of your schools and of your world. You're, you're better than that. You're made for more than that. And it's it's a saying that I need to live by and incorporate into my life more than I currently do. I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but listen, I, I know we are all, um, I know that we've all gone through seasons like that. So uh, in this case, the case of mistaken identity, I know that that is uh, something that too I have walked through and that's probably something that you've gone through too where you have pretended to become something that you're not, or where you have embraced something that you were never intended to embrace. And I absolutely love and adore what John the Baptist's response is 
in uh, this passage that we're going to look at tonight. So tonight I want to encourage you to jump in uh, real quick to John chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 19 through uh, right around 28 uh, tonight, and we'll read it together and talk about some of the responses that John the Baptist has as people are questioning him, hey, what are you about? Who are you? Uh, what's this identity that you ascribe to? And uh, we'll be we'll be looking at that and what that means for us today. So with that being said, uh, I think it's important to pray. I think it's important to dive into uh, seeking out the Lord together and, and praying with one another. And I don't know where you all are at and what sort of situations that you have walked through, but uh, we're going to pray together and we're going to dive into uh, John chapter 1, verses 19 through 28 and talk about this thing uh, called identity. All right, so let's pray together. God, thanks for tonight. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, really hone in and jump into uh, this series of identity. And I know, God, that we are, that identity is certainly uh, something that, that we as a culture wrestle with, wondering what we need to be about, wondering whose we are and, and what we are. And, and God, I pray that as we look at this balance that, that is offered in, in your word, that, that your truth would prevail, that, that there would be an absolute understanding of what your identity is for us. So Lord, be with the discussion tonight, be with the, the talk, and may we find comfort in who you are. Thanks God, we love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. So if you are with me, please jump into John chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 19 through 28, reading tonight out of the English Standard Version. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You are watching Untorn. You are listening to Untorn, where we are all about broadcasting life and broadcasting love on this podcast from Studio 14B. So check this out. This is starting in verse 19 of John 1. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he said, Nope. I am definitely not a prophet either. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an, an, an we need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one who you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. So my friends, this is the reading of God's word. Thanks be to God for this reality. Uh, it's so cool to to dive in and read uh, read God's word together and talk about it. And I'm so excited about sharing this time with you. Uh, those of you, again, that are watching over on the Facebook side of things, and those of you who are listening uh, to the podcast live or will listen to it later on. This first question of, found in verse 19 kind of summarizes it. It asks, they ask, who are you? And the context here is clearly identity. What's, what's your identity? John, what is it that makes you, you? They want to know and have been sent to find out the identity of John. And his response, my friends, 
is spot on. Now, at the time, there's anticipation around Jesus coming on the scene, and they knew something was going on. They knew something was developing. And John's response was, you know, I am not the Christ. I am not Jesus. What's interesting is, here he is doing work that is attributed to God, that is beyond himself. And certainly he can take credit for walking into the uh, the call and the response to, to God in the invitation that is presented there. He can certainly, uh, I guess, take credit for that or, or embrace that and say, wow, this is something I'm about. But he, he doesn't even go there. And in fact, in verse 20, it kind of summarizes it. It says, confessed, did not deny, but confessed. John didn't shy away, nor did he take credit for himself. He didn't shy away from the response of, you know what? Um, I am not the Christ. Maybe the temptation was there to answer it his own way, but he didn't even do that. He wasn't too far one way or the other, but he walked this this kind of harmonious road, this, this balanced road, uh, answering but not imposing, not being a jerk about it, not being one of those guys that just says, you know what, I, I am more than what I'm, a, I, I'm truly about. He gives an answer of simply saying, you know what, I, I know who I am, I know whose I am, and the one that's coming after me is one that's greater than me, and if you think that the work that I'm doing is that great, then guess what, the work that is going to happen long after I am through is going to be utterly ridiculous and awesome. He says in verse 23, I am the voice of one crying in the desert. The identity is revealed after the plea to tell those who have been sent by the Pharisees. The question again comes up over and over and over again, this nagging. Why couldn't the Pharisees just kind of come by themselves? In fact, they they could have asked, but instead they sent somebody else to do their dirty work. Verse 26 says, you know what, I baptize with water, indicating a baptism for the cleansing of sins, but not eradication. Now that's a big word to mean, basically, to do away with forever. It's done. It's finished, as Jesus proclaims on the cross. But it's eradicated by the blood of Jesus, whereas with the baptism of the water that's symbolized here in John's response and what he did, it it needed to be renewed over and over again. But with the blood sacrificed by Jesus, it's eradicated, meaning it's done, it is finished. That job is reserved for the one that is from God, and he'll baptize with the Holy Spirit. John proclaims that in verse 26. Verse 27 says this, He who comes after the strap of whose sandals I'm not even worthy to untie. John got it. John understood it. John was wrapped up in this understanding that he needed to have a humble attitude, one that said, you know what? It's not about me. It's about him. It's about the one that's coming that's greater than me. John knew his place. He knew his position and he knew his call. He knew that Jesus was it. And it resonated deeply within him, profoundly. 
where he could answer this with character and integrity. It's not about me. There's one that's coming after me. Certainly, I'll do some of the work, but it's about the one that's coming after me to set him up for success. He didn't try to take credit or walk in a way that was egocentric. He simply said, you know what? Not me, him. He gave credit to God while still walking in the call of God and doing his work. And that's kind of where I want to leave us tonight. Now listen, I know this is not a long episode of Untorn. In fact, I'm actually trying to shorten these episodes up from what they've been. They've been about 25 minutes. And tonight it looks like we're going to go about 15 minutes or so. And as I look at that final point in verse 27, he gave credit to God while still walking in the call of God and doing his work. For you and for me, what that means is we can walk in the call of God. We can do the work of God while not taking credit of being more than what we truly are. I'm a broken person and so are you. I don't have it all figured out and neither do you. But we lean into the one who does. And we press on into that character and integrity because, guys and ladies, we're made for more than the compromise of this world, of this life. In fact, I I write down a prayer that kind of goes something like this, and maybe you can resonate with this prayer as it relates to this passage. And let me read it to you. It says, Gracious God, how much I miss out on your power and your work. How much I focus on my own misgivings and my own experiences. I know that you've made me for more and that your Holy Spirit's work on earth and in my life is happening and I don't want to miss it at all. John was all about your work and not taking credit for himself. He didn't shy away from from godly power, your power, and he operated, but he didn't shy away from operating in it either. He, He operated in it, which is awesome just seems that there's so much work to do on in me that shame loves to hang around its way within me, wants to have its way within me. Jesus, would you instill your Holy Spirit's leadership? If it means having a, a, baptize, a baptism of the Holy Spirit, then that's completely awesome. Your will be done. If it means just continuing to stay the course, that's fine too. I want to be open to your leading and However that looks, it's fine with me. So here I am. Please lead me, lead my family, fix me up, heal me uh, up to offer others that healing as well. Truly thank you for the work already done. Keep the direction as you see fit and the desire too. Thank you for the gift of life and my family. Thank you that I can be a gift to them too. And can I ask, can you please provide me a long last a long-lasting and thriving spiritual life. Please heal me from the inside out. So that's a quick snapshot prayer that I wrote down as it relates to this passage. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can't. doesn't matter. It's my story, and that's where things are at. And so, so tonight, that's, that's really what Untorn is about. John the Baptist gave credit to God while still walking in the call of God and doing his work. He didn't steal it for himself. God help us. Lord help me when I take more credit than what it's due. And I want to encourage you, wherever you're at, Wyatt, welcome aboard. Good to see you, my friend. Um, 
I want to encourage you to give credit to the Lord where it's rightfully due and not to hold on to it yourself, but to find identity in what he wants to develop inside of each one of y'all. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. I want to thank you for, for tuning in. Don't shy away when asked the question, who are you? It's okay to answer like John the Baptist did. It's okay to answer, but give the right answer. Not a, not a slighted answer, not one that's, that's denying, not one that is, that is fabricated or made up. But give one that's authentic and real. Because that's what God wants you and me to be about. So thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks for being part of this broadcast. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Those of you who are on the video side of things, stick around for a few minutes. We'll pray together. Uh, but from Studio 14B for now, I'm Jay Trainer saying so long. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn.net where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. We'll see you next Thursday right here at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time now instead of Daylight Savings. God bless you. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn.net. Thine is the king.